When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally-owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Throw him up, Bruno! Throw him up! Come on, Lee. Come on, Lee. Where's Lee at? Lee's not in throw him up mood right now. Uh, Uh, Where you at, Lee? Come on, Lee. Come on, Lee. Come on, Lee. Come on, Lee. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so, and we bring it to you live here from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be so i want to apologize my voice is a little uh, raspy i was actually um uh, choking on my coffee a few moments ago, and I was just wondering who put the Packers in my cup. So I was just wondering who went ahead oh, and did wow. that because I couldn't believe uh, oh, what happened. Wow. All on oh, the wow. table, uh, everything sitting there, <laughs> playoff spot on the table, and uh, that's a wrap. <laughs> uh, can I can I ask you this, Lavar? What's the yeah, excuse going to be this time? I mean, in all seriousness, is 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 there going to be excuse from the Packers? From Matt LaFleur, uh, from Aaron Rodgers? Like, what's the excuse going to be? Uh, you know, I don't know, man. That was that was one of those type of games where you're sitting there, you're like, oh, my gosh, they're really going to do this. They're really going to lose <laughs> this game. I'm really going to do this. They're, I'm really going to lose this game. I, I don't know what the excuse is because, I mean, if I'm watching the same game that everybody else is watching, um, both teams had an opportunity to win the game. And when when the going got tough, the Detroit Lions found a way to take the lead, and and then they found a way to ice the game. I I don't know, I don't know what the excuse is. I really don't. I I, I don't know what it is. I give a lot of credit to to this Detroit Lions team because I mean we even saw the 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 athletic trainer ready to throw down. Oh, come on now. Come on. Which, 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 by the way, if if you're a player and you're ever going to do that... You should never do that. Well, you should never do that. that, But probably one week you definitely don't want to do it is this past week. the week after this. You know... (laughs) I gotta say that's that it's a little too soon. It was it was a little too soon to be you know accosting or uh, okay I won't say accosting. I, I I'll say it's a little too soon to be like okay yeah he moved you out of the way to get to the player like like bro you could not like it and say you know what man like like that wasn't cool you know or something to that effect like well, yo I, this guy right here I, but, I don't man, care what the guy 
I don't care what the guy said either. You know, sometimes the athletic trainers will come up. They'll kind of forcefully get you out of the way so they can get to their right. player. Of course. Right. But even then, like, you can't you can't say anything back to the guy. But did you see the second player bumped him, too? Yeah. Yeah. There were two players that got to him. So <laughs> like, I don't, it, was just, it was just one of them games. I think the emotions were running high. But, man, bro, I don't I, – I was in shock when that game ended. Like, if you would have told me a year ago that Aaron Rodgers climbs back into the, the playoff race, everything, as he mentioned, was going as planned to make it into the playoffs. Mm. And they lose to the Lions to decide their season. The Detroit Lions sent Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers uh, home. I don't know what type of excuse you could have. A three-win team last year. Yep. I mean, I think this probably says more about Dan Campbell and that organization and those players, what they built. Jared Goff, who we've tried to tell people, who's been the better quarterback the past two years? Uh, Jared Goff's been better than than Matt Stafford has. And, and he's been healthier. And I would argue he's been better than Aaron Rodgers this year. And... I'm happy for Jared Goff. And the fact that he had every reason to have a red ass and be pissy about the situation and getting traded there. And he's completely accepted it. They've turned around the organization. They're headed in the right direction. And going into that game with nothing to play for except we're going to just try and ruin the Packers' playoff chances because Seattle already won their game in overtime, so it was over. And then to go in there and to do it the way that they did, I thought it was fantastic. Good, good for the Detroit Lions. I hate that they ruined my, my season pick, though. Like, both of my teams are home. Right, the Ravens got eliminated too. Correct? No, no, they play next week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they play, play in Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. just don't look like they're going to be there long, is what it is. Well, um, we'll that's, we'll, that's, yeah. we'll get to that. We'll we'll see if Lamar's yeah, playing yeah. or not. No, we'll get. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, my 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 Super Bowl picks are are well. It's one of them is ruined. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. How about one of them is ruined? I'm not happy about it either because I felt like you know what yesterday should have been a day for the goats. To, to to do their bat, you know, like bat, and you didn't see any of the goats. You didn't well, see any of the goats. The, the, the question now, I think, is as people watch the end of the game, you saw Jamison Williams, who came up there and Rogers asked for his jersey, jersey, and he said, "No, I'm going to hang on to this one." And the mm. emotional walk down the tunnel with Randall Cobb, it seemed like Rogers was maybe even emotional before the game. I don't know. It, it, I got the sense that it's just time. By the way, did you see the tribute that Rogers gave to Devontae Adams when he was walking through the tunnel? Because he also pushed a cameraman. So, oh. you know, like that was like a little tribute to Devontae Adams mm. for that moment from earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really uh, poetic there from Aaron Rodgers. But let's listen to Aaron Rodgers talk with the media yesterday. Of course, they're going to be asking him about whether or not he's going to return, what the plan is moving forward. Here was the back and forth. I think to assume it's a foregone conclusion, you know, would be probably slightly egotistical. So I'm going to be a realist here and understand that there's a lot of different parts uh, to this. And like I said, you know, I was aware of the possibility of them going young if we had gotten to a point where we were out of it. And I'm aware of that possibility as well. Is there any sort of timetable with that? Is there like a date where you want to make your decision by? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hold them hostage. You know, I understand, uh, you know, we're still in January here. March is for agency. So just need some time to, like I said, get the emotion out of it and then figure out what's best. All right. Is he gone or no? He's got to be gone. (laughs) I mean, I'll put it this way. I, I don't know if he's playing for the Packers next year. You know, he could retire. He always had contemplated that. He could be somewhere else. I'll be curious to see where the other place is. I'm doubling down. I, I think he comes back. I think it's one more year. I think next year is the deciding factor. I really do. I think next year is the year that you find out, is it truly a carton of milk that has spoiled or uh-huh. is the magic still there? Is the milk actually still salvageable? Who, Can who, you still pour that milk into the cereal? Who needs some it? milk? Someone needs, who some needs milk. a little bit of, you need some milk, <laughs> milk. 
Uh, I think it's one more. I think it's one more season. I just think that Aaron Rodgers gets a rise out of convincing people that, like, he's like Kaiser Solse. <laughs> like, I'm Usual just going to sit. Yeah, yeah, I think he's just going to sit in the interrogation room and he's going to look at things on the wall and he's going to make things up the entire time and talk about the quartet that he was a part of back in Guatemala (laughs) and how they used to pick, you know, coffee beans during the day and stuff like that. And then he's going to come back and he's going to play. And you know what? Christian Watson, he was out there gigging. He was trying to get it. You add maybe one that got a nice backfield. You add one more piece. You add one more receiver to that team. You add one more piece to that defense or maybe two in free agency. I think this team is right back where they needed to be. I think they found themselves, and I think that may, to me, if I'm thinking the way Aaron Rodgers would be thinking, I just think that that was a determining factor. If they would have just finished the way they started, Aaron Rodgers is gone. No doubt about it because everybody involved wants that to happen. But the way they finished out, I just think that it leaves you with that feeling like, man, like they were close. You can't sit there and be like, ah, like, you know, okay, they came up short against the Detroit Lions to get into the playoffs. But, man, and in a way, it almost plays to their advantage because they don't look like a team that would have had a ton of success in the playoffs. I don't know that they would have this well, year. Definitely not versus San Francisco. We've already seen that so, story no, before. Hell no. Jonas, do you, so, do you think that was bigger for Detroit or Green Bay? Uh, I would say. As far as telling where they're going. Detroit. Like listen, Detroit is Detroit. they've they've drafted well. We've talked about that before. They've drafted well. Dan Campbell, everybody made fun of Dan Campbell when he came and he was talking about biting kneecaps and all the other, you know, stuff. And now they're doing it. Yeah, and and getting, and getting he, knocked down, getting getting jumping to the kneecaps, beating the kneecaps to death. Yes, like, right. now they're doing it. That's always the move. Uh trying to yeah. uh <laughs> um, <laughs> you're unbelievable. Uh trying to uh, you know, sell everybody on the idea that yeah, we've got this head in the right direction. Direction. They added Chris Spielman. They added all these other players from their past to try and show everybody we're going to do it different. And I think a lot of people doubted it. When they brought in Jared Goff, he was supposed to be stopgap quarterback. They bring him in, and it's like, well, he's just going to be here until they get to a, a young quarterback that they're going to draft or move, on, uh, move up with. And then here they are sitting with another good draft pick. You look at the direction the Rams are headed in and the direction the Lions are headed in after that trade, and you feel you look at Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and let's just call it what it is. Rodgers wasn't good this year. Like he didn't have a good year. And he, he you know, it's been a long time since he's thrown for over three hundred yards, whatever that means. That stat has been thrown out there, but he threw a lot more interceptions. There were a lot of bad plays. You can argue, if not for a holding call, he should have had two picks last night. Um, I just, I look at it and I go, it would not surprise me if he decided, I'm good. Like, I, I, I understand my body. I understand what's happening here. It just feels like late in the season, he looks old. Well, I think the tough thing is, he, he's you have to hold him to his own standard, which was two MVP seasons. So it, it's tough to sit there and say he's not playing as well. Now, we could say in comparison to what we saw the past two years, there's no doubt he's not playing as well. You know, if Devontae Adams would have been there, would that have made a difference? I, I don't know. I mean, once Christian Watson came on in the second half of the season, you, you started to see what he was capable of, but it did feel like there was just something off about the offense. You know, usually when he needed to turn it on, even in lulls in previous years in his career, he could, and it didn't seem like that was there for them. I mean, there were some times, and Chris Collinsworth pointed it out, where it was just missed throws, or he was just going somewhere else with the football, and he's like, oh, yeah. you remember the one play coming across the field, Christian Watson with motion across the formation, and he ended up running up the seam, and Collinsworth made a point to come back to it, because instead of throwing to Watson up the seam, he threw to the outside, and, and Rodgers uh-huh. threw kind of an errant throw that went out of bounds, and uh-huh. he made a point to come back and show that. And I think there was other examples or opportunities where there were things there for him. And I'm not trying to be like a Monday morning quarterback. I'm just trying to point out that for whatever reason, this offense has just seemed off, and it just feels like it's time. It just feels like whatever the case may be. And honestly, I do wonder if Green Bay – 
if it, if this is it, if they'll look back to making that decision last year to keep him and say, probably was a mistake. We kept him for another year. We paid him, and we didn't reap any of the benefits out of it. And now we've got to deal with Jordan Love, and we have no idea what Jordan Love is. And we have no idea where we're at with the quarterback situation. I mean, that's the reality they're in right now, is where do they go? They're not in a position to take a high draft pick unless a guy falls to them. They'll have to wait till the 2024 draft, and then you'd have to tank. So maybe they give Jordan Love the season next year. Either way, I, I think this it was very it was a very telling game for where the Packers are, which I think is a big question mark heading next year, and where the Lions are, yeah. which I think is building something for a three-win team to a nine-win team. And once they get Jamison Williams mixed in there, I mean, my goodness, that kid can be special with his speed. Yeah, he's pretty quick. And and look, if you're the Lions, uh, you know, congratulations on the win. You ruin a season. And if you're the Seattle Seahawks, you are on your way to the playoffs to get absolutely pistol whipped by the San Francisco oh, 49ers. Uh, that's good. That's going to go. That's going to go them, poorly. The Niners is out there gigging, boy. <laughs> They're going to annihilate Seattle. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. So, Lovey Smith continues to be the best Bears head coach. Wait, in a, in a long on. time. The, the guy that used to be the head coach for Houston just got fired yesterday? Yeah, that, that lovely that Smith. Coach? Okay. Who got fired after winning 
the game yesterday against the Indianapolis Colts because that combined with the Chicago Bears loss to the Minnesota Vikings means the Bears are going to be picking number one overall in the upcoming draft. And I'm still trying to figure out how Indianapolis <laughs> lost that game. <laughs> On that final series, they gave up a fourth and 12 for a big game <laughs> to, put, to put Houston in position to eventually throw on a fourth and 20, a Hail Mary that was incredibly misjudged by the Colts defender, only to eventually have the drama play out of Lovey Smith then deciding at that moment to go for it instead of playing for overtime, kicking the PAT, yeah. retaining that number one overall pick. You think he knew he was getting canned? Before before the game, well, I I, I also one hundred percent, yeah, probably. I I would ask you this 100%. though: had they lost, is he still getting fired? Because yeah. I I yes. I yes. don't see I don't I don't know, man. Like because what they're Either doing, way, he's getting fired. Cal McNair, after they took the lead, they showed him walking on the sideline, and he, he looked, looked pumped up, he, didn't he? he? Well, he was pissed because he realized, uh, oh my god. That was our opportunity to have the number one pick, and now we fall a spot behind. <laughs> and you know the Bears probably aren't taking a quarterback, no. so all these other teams behind Houston is like, okay, now well, now that's an option for us. Do you, do you know who probably needs a quarterback? Who's that? Uh, the Colts or the, the yeah. Houston staring at in, in the division that can now move Houston from Texans. number four to number one with the Bears and have their pick of this year's quarterback. It's just, I, that is uh, that was one of the more incredible sequences of plays just to see how that all came together and then look Sam Ellinger you know does whatever he can try and figure out to do uh, when they get the ball back and they end up losing that game but we're talking like that could that moment right there if Bryce Young is as legit as everybody says he is and I mean come on you know, I mean, Brady Quinn, who called his shot watching an Alabama spring game a couple years ago, said he's going to win the Heisman, bet your ass, and uh, ended up paying out 10 to 1. So you're, you're welcome on behalf of uh, the law offices of Brady Quinn. But when you see Bryce Young play the way he played, finish his college career, and everyone says, all right, that's the number one pick, or C.J. Stroud, and then because of what happened – it's just gone <laughs> because because Davis Mills and Lovey Smith said, I, I, we're, "Look, we're, our jobs aren't certain here." Like Davis Mills is supposed so to go you're out, and it was a parting gift. Well, yeah, like Davis Mills is supposed to go out and what crap himself just so they can draft the guy to replace him. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like that literally you, you could have changed the course of the future. Who's that? You know who will take the blame forever for Houston Texans? Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, there's that too. Uh, I mean, look, I thought Jeff Saturday. Talk about an experiment that gone bad. We talked about the milk going bad in the last. Hold segment. on, Lavar, you, you were rooting for for a period of time. I don't even now, recall that. I don't. I don't. I, didn't even, I, don't I, even I recall that. I, I specifically recall that. So I'm going to go ahead and let you speak your piece here now, because for a while there, you were co-signing that, and you were I all about. I just don't understand it. why Jim Ursay would have bought. A guy with no type of experience off of the television set to come in there and coach a team and think that they were going to win. I just don't understand it. Now, for what it's worth, it could be a former player, but it could have been a former player that if was a coach, you know, had had years as as an NFL coach, even a college coach, but none at all. Jeff Ursay. Jim Ursay, Jim Ursay. Maybe I'll call you Jeff now because yeah. you made that decision. Jim Saturday, There's, Jeff Ursay. Yeah. There makes no real sensible uh, type of sense that he would make a decision like that. I am miffed. I am. I am blown away. I'm perplexed. Yep. I have no idea why he would do that. And now look at what you did. That lack of coaching allowed for the Texans to win that game. And jack up their draft status to get a number one pick. There it is. Yeah, but There's you know what? Happened. I mean, now Indianapolis is sitting at four. I mean, they call the Bears and say, all right. I mean, we've had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, and you guys had Deshaun Watson, and he turned out to be a weirdo and then didn't want to play there anymore. And so now they call the Bears and, and maybe make a deal, and all of a sudden – Indianapolis jumps over Houston to get Bryce Young and have the quarterback of their future. Like it's just to to see how 
that all transpired. And then there was video of Bears fans watching the final of that game at Soldier Field and celebrating because they've got the number one pick. Never mind the fact that, remember that Monday night game in which the Bears beat the New England Patriots? And we were like, man, that was an impressive win. And that was the last one of the season for the Bears. They are atrocious, but they've got the number one pick, and so Chicago's celebrating. Yeah, my bad. I uh, <laughs> I thought I read somewhere earlier in the week the Vikings were going to sit their starters, which I still don't understand the philosophy of playing your starters for like a half or three quarters of the game if you really don't have much to gain. Because that's what the Vikings you got to get them ready, Brady. I mean, right. at this point in the right. season, they, they need more I, reps. I can't wait. By the way, did we say that with a with a, the number four game the preseason right, when we had one? Was yeah. that what we used to say? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, the starters need reps for week one. That's why we you know play these guys for a half of football. I mean, that's what it, you got to um, do. You gotta imagine, imagine those guys. Dallas didn't play their starters. <laughs> yeah by the way that was another one what, what a butt kicking i mean my goodness but there, there were a number of teams right dallas fell into that category you know obviously the vikings did which you know in the end really didn't matter but i just i don't get it like what what's what's the philosophy there if you had a starter get hurt and we did have the chargers yeah Chargers are a prime example mike yep. williams was taken off the field hurt why do we can't play next week like and granted you know, he's a wide receiver it's not the same as justin herbert but I just I think that's one of the dumbest decisions you can make as a head coach going into playoffs is putting a starter in harm's way and not even doing it for the entirety of the game. If you're gonna do it, do it then. Make sure you send your guys in that and make sure they go get a win. But then like to pull them out? I mean, what was the point of it? Just to keep them fresh, <laughs> keep them in, in game mode? Give me a break. Yeah, you just got to get ready, man. I mean, you get you got listen, you got to keep them ready to go. All right. Now, who cares that they've been playing football for 3 months straight? Got to keep them ready and got to keep them ready for the postseason. That's the only way they're going to get ready for this. Like this if you game. really think that you need to stay in a rhythm and you need to do that in order to be ready for a playoff game, don't you have bigger issues? Like <laughs> like doesn't that player, doesn't that team have bigger issues if that's your concern? Oh, that man. is a big question. That is a big question. I mean, I, I just think that everybody who played their starters yesterday, I really do think it comes down to not losing any, any type of momentum or creating momentum. I, I think it's a risk. I think it's, I think at, at least I think that that's how the coaches are thinking that oh, they're for sure. taking a risk. But imagine, and, imagine being the Chargers though. Like they battle with injuries all year. Yep, they've been a snake bitten team for the past yeah. few years. That's four a good five point. Years. For years, that's, yeah, for years. That's so, the one franchise that you go. You know what? Let's go yeah, ahead and let's just go ahead and wrap these guys in bubble wrap so they make sure they get there. Like drive safely with the bomb cyclone we've been dealing with in Southern California. Oh, man, it's, get to the stadium safe. Um, so what what do, the, what do the Texans do now? Because now they're they're one and done with two uh, coaches. Um, obviously, there's a story line there that, that people are pointing out um, that, uh, you know, Lovey Smith and David Coley have something in common. Uh, both well, are racist. Both and done. Oh, listen, wow. I didn't there say it. it. What do you wow. mean? I didn't you say it. Point. You were on point right there, Burko. <laughs> I didn't even have... Q was right there with it. We were all on point. I didn't even have to say anything. I, Go look, I just, you know, I mean... Well, what well, what, what do exactly you do is that that they have in can, common? Can I, hey, LeVar, <laughs> in, in, LeVar, in all seriousness, can <laughs> I ask you this? They both like football. No, can, can oh, I... Oh, okay. Hey, can I ask you this? I'm going to. I'm going to. Is it worse, LeVar, to give both David Coley and Lovey Smith... The opportunity, but just to hear and fire them. We're, we're now, like, it felt like David Cauley never really had a legitimate chance. No. He didn't have a real chance. And, and now you look at Lovey Smith and you go, that team, say what you want about Houston, about how many wins they had, whatever else. They fought. They, they fought their butts yeah. off the entire season. They were you one of the more yeah, say competitive ass. team. Say fought their ass. They fought their ass. They fought their ass. So you tell me, is it worse? That they got the opportunity, but it wasn't even a legit shot because they only got a year and then they get canned? Or would you have said, like, they should just went with someone else in the first place? Oh, that's a great one. That's a, that is a great question, Q. And I'm not sure I have the right. I would say they got the opportunity, even though they were in a losing opportunity, they weren't in a great situation to have success, especially Cully. I mean, that just was, whew, that was a debacle with the whole, you know, uh, Watson deal. But yeah. 
with Lovey, I mean, they at least had, what, a whole entire offseason to prepare. You put together your strategy and your plan, and you got to execute. I don't it, – it's hard for Lovey because he's gotten results as, as a head coach. For Cully, that was his his first his first go at it. I think, I think for for them, you could go either way with it. You could say they were set up to not to not you know have success and that they it was going to be too quick that they lose their job. Or you could have said that you know what, how much time do they get? Because it might this that, that Texans team they seem that like fighting or not, they seem like they're about three, four years off from being competitive, let alone like being like winners or being back to winning their division. I think they're like four or five years off. Remember when from Bill even being there, remember when Bill O'Brien wasn't good enough to be their coach, man, that seems like a well, long he time yelled ago. at people. Yeah. yeah. He well, was really hard mean, on people. He got rid of Deandre Hopkins. That's, that's, I mean, come on. I mean, how you get rid of DeAndre Hopkins? Like, it's not like he, he he released him. I mean, they did get something in return. It's just everyone wanted to do the the comparison thing and say, well, you know, look what uh, you know Stephon Diggs got traded, and look what Minnesota got in return. I mean, yeah, yeah. but they weren't well, good and, after that. Yeah, but uh, that also, I think the quarterback situation played a role in that, right? I mean, you yeah, know, they had a weirdo at quarterback. I mean, the guy was a weirdo. He signed think? a contract extension. He signed a contract. And then, was good, and then if and then a couple months later decided, yeah, I don't want to be here anymore after he signed the contract and everyone tried everyone tried to blame it. Everyone tried to blame it on, well, you know, they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. What do you expect? He signed the contract after they traded him. Like, I don't want to hear that crap. So it's like Bill O'Brien. A lot of wasn't people said they spot. got rid of DeAndre Hopkins so that the uh Deshaun Watson could have full leadership of the locker room and the offense. That's what was some of the speculation. Yeah. Well, well so, whether that I was, mean, whether that was the right, case yeah, or not, exactly, I mean, I, right. I think you look at Arizona this year and, and obviously he wasn't there for the first six because of PED violation. And then down the stretch, yeah. I mean, it's, it was odd that the Friday that Colt McCoy ends up having concussion symptoms a couple weeks ago and David Blau, who just got to the team was announced as a starter. Shockingly, DeAndre Hopkins started having some injury issues. Can you believe that? He just couldn't, couldn't play the past, couldn't play the past couple games. Listen, it's just that's uh, soft tissue. I mean, that's, that's soft. Yeah. That top, that soft toilet tissue. That's, <laughs> tissue. That's gentle on you, the tissue. Uh, but it is, uh, yeah, so that is the situation uh, at the very bottom of the NFL in which the Houston Texans thought they were going to find themselves only to see that the Chicago Bears are now picking one in the draft and now you got Indianapolis at four, so now there's probably going to be a battle to see who wants to trade up. I, let me, can I just throw a scenario at you guys? If you're Houston, you can't risk Indy jumping you for the quarterback that that you of your choosing there. If you believe that Bryce Young's your guy, do you trade? Do you call Chicago, much like the Bears did years ago when they moved up to take Trubisky? Do you do you trade away the number two pick to move up to one, and then also give them? The pick you got from Cleveland this year, maybe the one you got next year, which is sitting at number 12 right now. Because you can't let Indianapolis in your division again grab one of the top quarterbacks in the draft and then set your franchise back even more. That's what makes this so fascinating is the way that game played out. It was so much bigger than just winning and losing a Week 18 game. Yeah. It literally had everything to do about the future of both the franchises <laughs> And Lovey Smith, yeah, squarely, squarely, mm. <laughs> not only not only helped out the Bears in the sense of what they can get in return for that number one overall pick now, but even then, just looking at kind of where those those franchises are at, like Houston's in a really really difficult spot. Yeah, they, they are. He he gives up the number one pick, but then also on top of that, they're gonna have to give up some picks to get it back. Yes. I mean, just the way that all was orchestrated by Lovey Smith. So just the big hilarious. middle finger on the way out to Cal McNair. Oh, my God. And the best beard in all the NFL, Lovey yeah. Smith. Good for him. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. Who you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, 
anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline what's going on with the dallas cowboys uh they, i don't want to talk about it what do you mean <laughs> that was that was one of my what I thought would be one of my best bets this weekend. <laughs> I mean, the Commanders are completely eliminated. They're starting a rookie quarterback in his first start just to see what they have in Sam. By default, like yeah. Heineke, yeah, let, let him play. And let him get some you go out there and absolutely lay an egg. I mean, it'd be one thing if you didn't play your starters, right? But you did. Dak plays. Go go out there and win the game. For the love of God. I mean, I just, I, I don't know how you can watch the Dallas Cowboys because I know Dallas Cowboys fans are this way. They have the expectation to win the Super Bowl every year. You know how delusional you are to watch the Cowboys year after year after year and think they have any shot of winning a Super Bowl. And you get, you get F8 this for the playoffs because they're yes. not making a run. All right. As bad as the NFC is, they are not making a run in the, in the playoffs this year. F8 that dude. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I just I have no faith whatsoever. I said earlier this year, like they always lose a game that they have no business losing. I don't even know if this falls in this category because I I don't know where their head's at, considering they're already punched their ticket to the playoffs. But it's like why even why even risk playing your starters if that was the case? Outside of the Philly game, you see the way they play. <laughs> like outside of the Philly game. Like, how many like good performances can you actually pinpoint? Because you can go back to the game against the Colts, but that was sort of a meltdown in the second half. The Philly, like, the Philly game was their game. Like, I thought that they were really getting on track. That was the one signature win that they needed to have, even without Hurts in the game, because their offense showed up. So, but but again. This is largely in part due to the inconsistencies that always seem to pop up with this group. They're inconsistent. They're not trustworthy. For some strange reason, they're just not a trustworthy outfit. And, and to me, it always comes back to the offense. 
And more specifically, I won't even say it because I don't want to sound like a hater. Hey, come on. I don't want to sound like a hater. It's Dak. Let me just say it's Dak. Well, there you go. There you go. I didn't say it. I'll say it for you. So at least you know, at least we know that I'm not incorrect. It's Dak. But go ahead. You can have it from there. I I, I will. I'll piggyback on that by just saying this. We've seen enough of Dak. You know, he's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback in this league. Is he Patrick Mahomes? No. Josh Allen? No. You could start going through the list of some of the guys in this league who I think we look at. Joe Burrow? Nope. And you start listing off the guys and say, like, Justin Herbert? Nope. Like, who, who is he ultimately? Are you going to take him before as your starting quarterback to go win you a Super Bowl? It's he's, he's not really that high up there, I think, on a lot of people's lists. I think he kind of falls in that next tier of quarterbacks that you're like, what, what's is there a big difference between Dak and you know th- this guy or this guy or this guy? And you're saying, nah, not really. It's like the guys who we look at and say that team's got a shot at winning the Super Bowl are the guys we look at and say when the ball's in their hands in the final two minutes, when the ball's in their hands in overtime, that team's going to win because we know that quarterback is just that much superior to the others that he's playing against or the others that are around him. Who, who are you taking, uh, Dak Prescott or Trevor Lawrence right now? Trevor Lawrence. I agree. Trevor Lawrence. I agree. You see them that's, boys? <laughs> that's, that's I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. He hey, should have been doing snow da- angels. Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has been way more consistent. Yes. I, I'm going to take Dak Prescott oh, come over on. Kirk Cousins. What, because he's because Kirk's got a little Kirk's OCD. A nerd. Yeah, because Kirk's a nerd. That's why. No, no, I like Kirk when he had on the bling, and he was a Washington. Wasn't he a well, Redskin? No, he, he was. was Redskin. But we don't say that. Anymore. I mean, come on, Lavar, you can't. But that's is... what he was. Oh, jeez. I mean, Birdo. Like, until is... until we figure that one out, I just don't know what to say. If you played for the team, you played you for that. Played for Washington. <sighs> Gosh, I just can't believe he. Okay, play for Washington. Okay, all right, that's fine. Yeah, okay, we're good here. All right, way um, to derail the conversation, guys. Um, Sorry, I, I would take I would take Kirk Cousins, but the fact that it's that we're still having the discussion, and look, when Dak went down with the injury, every, like there was a feeling that okay, this is the beginning of the end for the Dallas Cowboys this year, and then he gets back, and it just he hasn't been that great, and like there's been really hey, bad hey, performances. Minnesota just got drummed by a team that just couldn't win against Detroit to get into the playoffs. Yeah, but that's not an indictment. Like, is Minnesota's defense, can they stop anyone? No. They've been awful this year. Like, you can't look yeah. at win losses and then say, oh, it's an indictment on the quarterback. Like, he's okay. he's played he's incredible this year. A franchise quarterback is is paid to win in spite of. They got to win in spite of. That's just the deal that that you get when you're the franchise guy. You know what? Going into the playoffs, that's going to be the same defense. So that quarterback, Kirk Cousins, is going to have to overcome it by scoring more points than what the well, I'll put it this offense way. is going to score. We've seen Kirk Cousins do it on the road before. Yeah. We've seen them beat New Orleans on the road. We've seen him do it in the, in the we, playoffs before. We won't have to see him do it in the playoffs. We haven't seen, we haven't seen Dak do it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm. All right. So, who's going out first? My God, I didn't know this. Do you know he's passed for the yeah. last eight seasons? Cousins passed for over four thousand yards, seven of the eight. I don't know that. Yeah, he's it's been impressive. he's been better than a lot of people give him credit, but because you know he's a little bit. Uh, that's every year he's been a starting nerdy. quarterback, a full time starting quarterback every single year. And by the way, dependable as well, too. Durable. Doesn't yeah. get hurt. Doesn't get hurt. Yeah. The most interceptions he's thrown was actually this year, where he's thrown 14. So what y'all trying to say? Minnesota's going to win the Super Bowl? No, just saying no, that. Just, that we're, I, just, we're, I, we're talking what about. What y'all trying to say? In comparison. And, 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 and by the way, and this is my whole point, though. So I, we threw out a name like Kirk, and then you throw out a name like Dak, and like Lavar's like, oh, I like Dak. You like Kirk. I think I'd lean more yeah. towards Kirk. But the whole point is this. is That's, where, that's the tier Dak's in. He's in that tier of guys like Kirk where we tend to say, well, they have to have more build out around them. Like they have to have a Justin Jefferson. That's a, now they have that to have CD Lamb. That's a dope assessment. That's so, a strong assessment. But, yeah, but the, I like that. But that's why I'm I said when that. we get to this portion of the season, you know, we look at like the NFC right now. Who's going to win the NFC at this point? 
Philly. Uh, well, I mean, Philly's really? got the bye, but they didn't look all that hot yesterday. No, they didn't. Um, Jalen yeah, Hurts. but it's, it's Philly. Okay, it's look, Philly. so let me put it this way, which, which there's some questions there. The only reason we give Tom Brady and the Bucks a chance is because it's Tom Brady. We've seen him do it before. You know, you look at San Francisco, and if I, if I asked you, what's the one thing that could hold San Francisco San back? Fran's quarterback. Number two. Quarterback. Yeah. yeah. San Fran's number two with a backup. With a third backup. But that, 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 that's where I kind of look and I just go, if you're like, let's just say from a betting standpoint, and you're trying to make odds on who you think is going to win at this point, because once we start playing these games, you know, obviously those, those, the value is going to go down. I would imagine smart money is going to be putting their money on, on teams with quarterbacks. Now, and the tough thing is they're all in the AFC. And so that, how, are the, how are those guys all going to survive? But when you start looking at that AFC with Mahomes and Allen and Burrow and now Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert, that's five dudes right there. I'd say we take every one of those five over Dak Prescott. I mean, it's just it's crazy when you think about Dallas and how much they've invested into Dak and, and where they're at. And there was so much indecision for a while and wanting to commit to him. And maybe they were right. Like, I know yeah. he proved them wrong in that year, but maybe he, they, they were right in the sense that I don't know that he is going to be able to get them over the top. There's going to have to be a lot around him, I think, help that. And that said, Dallas is a three-point favorite on the road at Tampa Bay to open up the postseason. Give me the three points. You know, you're going to go Tom Brady? I don't Give me think the three they're points. going to win. You don't think Dallas is winning that game? No. Not in Tampa. Okay, so then Mike McCarthy will be fired next week, is what you're saying. You think so? I mean, if they lose, if they're one and done in the playoffs again... And Sean Payton sitting out there, and we'll get into the uh, speculation about Sean Payton. I don't know how Mike McCarthy comes back and and, and is the head coach next. Does that year make it a hot seat then for Dak as their quarterback? I, I would say the clock's ticking, right? What I mean now, he signed the deal. How much? Like, if they wanted to get out of that deal, what would it cost him at this point? Because it's a couple years into the contract, correct? Yeah. So, can we can we get Lee to uh, to look this up? Yeah. Can absolutely. we get Lee to actually be He's able to look it. into this? Yeah. I, look I'm this sure. Up, Lee. I'm mean, the Wi-Fi here. I know it's not great. It's, um, it, it definitely is not. Great. But amongst other things that aren't all that hot here in the studio, nah. uh, we've uh, we're down a light. And uh, Lee, can I tell you, oh, tell no. him by the way while, while we're kind of vamping for you to figure out the, these numbers? Um, you you actually taught me something today. I, I didn't know there was an, something you can throw in your beer to make it taste a little better. Yeah, oh. a little beer salt. Beer oh. salt. Beer yeah. salt's the best. Never heard of it. Uh, yeah. By the way, just to let you guys know, after the 2023 season, that would be the first time that the dead cap is a little bit more reasonable for the Dallas with Cowboys Dak. with yeah. Dak Prescott's contract. They could do a post-June 1 designation. Uh, it would spread out the dead cap hit of thirty nine point nine million over a couple of years. So, so next year is the year for Dak. Ba- basically, they yeah. and they can get out at that point if they want. He's got another year in twenty twenty four, and then there's some voidable years attached to his contract, which essentially means like after twenty twenty three, he's got one year left on his deal for the most part. Oof. All right, so the clock's ticking then. Uh, and, and so, again, uh, Dallas is a three-point favorite at Tampa Bay coming up. That's the Monday night game, which, by the way, that pisses me off. Why are they doing that? Uh, yeah, can we do three and three? I want God. three games on Saturday. I want three games on Sunday. I don't, I don't want to see Monday, so now those teams have to come back on a short week uh, the, the next yeah, round. That makes fair. no sense. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's dumb. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, that is the status in the but situation But don't you have a there. short week if you play on Sunday? Yeah, if you were to come back on Saturday. But now, yeah, no matter what, no matter yeah. what, it's going to be a short week for these teams. So, uh, But I, I just think getting a triple header on Saturday and then on Sunday would have been fantastic, but that was ripped away from our cold, dead hands, and the NFL decided they were going to go in this direction. So it's unfortunate. Hey, Eddie. Yes. How about those Steelers? Uh, how about them? What do you think? Boy, don't, I mean, don't be that way. I've, no, what are you I, I, I feel optimistic going yeah, into next year. I, that now, was a compliment. Yeah, yeah, that was a compliment, yeah, man. But they're not going to the to the to the dance. Well, that's all right. They're not going to the dance. But he did get a winning season. But it's not about the coach. It's about getting to the playoffs. Right? I mean, that's as as Mike Tomlin would say. That is the standard. You guys think that they'll make the any standard. changes on their on their staff? Uh, you what know what? Yeah, what are, what are yeah. you implying? Offensive coordinator. Yeah. yeah, I thought so, but they, I don't know. They, the offense looked pretty good down the stretch. Was that more Kenny no Pickett, way. though? Just, okay. yeah, Kenny yeah, P. I think so. No, oh, but, and the O-line development. It did, yeah. yeah. Um, Najee Harris looked pretty good there. He looked the really good. Games, yeah. Old Kenny P, man. Two gloves. Two, two gloves, Kenny. 
got a little red ass to him. By the way, just on the two, two glove gloves subject, you notice how Goff went to the two gloves yeah. last night and like he was yanking some of those balls low? Mm. What's that about? I just, it changes the <laughs> throwing motion. Why do you yank them low? Yeah. It just changes the <laughs> throwing <laughs> motion. Oh, gotcha. I, I, I knew how that sounded after I said it. So. <laughs> you F8 that, Dooley? Yeah, really? yeah, you, you F8 that. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Hard to believe that nobody let that slide. Huh? So unintentional. Yeah, I swear it's... to God. I would not mean to say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder what happens when you yank high. You know what I mean? Uh, well, you know. There's a, a charter Is security guard middle? who can answer that question for you. Um, but hey, listen, uh, Mike Tomlin, the streak is alive. It's all Eddie. He, uh, his, uh, just his, for you, Eddie. His just best you, coaching Eddie. job. His best coaching job of his career. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, all things considered, it was. He loves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're going to disregard them, you know, uh, the celebrating uh, by doing CPR on a, on a teammate. Oh, we're going to go ahead and disregard that. that. Yeah. Don't want to bring that up on the air. That bothered a lot of people. They definitely did do that. Yeah. How about this? Hey, Kenny Polka, Eddie. Come on, man. I like it. Steelers are back. LeVar, does this bring back memories? Little Permantes? Come on. I mean, I, I know this song, but like I said, I'm, the, I'm, I'm a Here We Go generation. I'm from the Here We Go generation. It's a different song. Come on. Little Renegade? Man, Renegade, uh, that before, song stinks. Yeah, it Renegade, does, actually. <laughs> before Renegade, after the polka. You know? It does the job, though. Yeah. Good, More than this song, I can yeah. tell you that. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you, it would sound horribly racist what I would say that would be going on while listening to this song. It'll it'll blend in with the show. I am from Pittsburgh. I am from Pittsburgh, so I would know. Yeah, it's... uh... So there but it, it does have pasta involved for certain. Uh, the uh, the Mike Tomlin streak Racist. is still alive, even though the Steelers right, are going go. on. I, I mean, that was very, very G-rated. I'll tell you that. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now.